0: I wanted to talk to you about a couple of specific things because I'm conscious of time. The first one was body confidence because I'm raising two girls. You've got a little girl as well. And it's something that really worries me. And you say, actually, yes, of course, social media, of course, the media has a part to play. But you say the real cause of it is self-loathing, which I found quite affronting to read, to be honest, raising two girls. Tell us about that, about what you see in body confidence. Again, the statistics are shocking and scary. I will read one because I just could not believe it. 42% of girls wish to be thinner by the time they reach year four. Well, my little Jessie is in year four in two years, which just, if she came home and said she wanted to be thinner, I would be heartbroken. But that's the reality, isn't it? For so many
1: children. It's really sad. And can I just ask, why did you find it affronting?
0: Because I think self-loathing, those two words put together is something that I've struggled with throughout my life, certainly in my late teens, early 20s. And I think hearing those words applied to what could be my little girls, I found really hard to think about because right now I see my two little girls, they, have, they like themselves. And so to think that that could be transformed into self-loathing, and I know how that felt for me, felt really
1: scary. I totally get that and I feel that. Children up to a certain age one of the things that we really can love about children is their innocence. It's almost like the most powerful instinct that you can have as a mum or a parent is that you just want to protect them from the world and you want to shield their innocence so they can just hold on to it and not have to have these difficult feelings and these difficult influence from the world. But unfortunately it is to some extent inevitable, and that is the sad reality. It's not that we can't do anything about it, but yeah, with the body image stuff, what I talk about and I think it's important to be aware of is the shame. So shame for people who might not have this sort of context. Shame is a very normal human emotion It essentially drives us to want to be part of a group. So if you imagine the sort of classic caveman tribe context, human beings going around as hunter gatherers in small groups, if somebody does anything to stand out from the group, Put the group at risk; it would really threaten the existence of the whole group. So the theory is that shame's evolved as this incredibly powerful emotion to keep us tuned into the group, to make us not stand out from the group. And shame is very normal, and there's a really innocent level of shame. So you know, children can experience shame in really obvious and innocent ways, like they might blush or they might hold on to your leg or my daughter fell over this morning in front of her friends and she was just so embarrassed. She was just, she wasn't really hurt, but she was just crying. And I'm sure it was more to do with the shame than the actual pain.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And therapy is a space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy is just an incredible, safe, non-judgmental space. I absolutely love it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule, which I think as busy mums is what we all need. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash motherkind today and get 10% off your first month. That's com slash motherkind.
1: So shame is normal, but unfortunately what happens is when we start to get older as children, we start to compare ourselves to other people in different ways. Social media is obviously a big part to play in that because where before we're comparing ourselves to a small group or a tribe, suddenly we're comparing ourselves to this vast community, which is essentially the whole world we're not even comparing ourselves to a real person who's next to us. We're comparing ourselves to this artificial fake version of people. And that's quite a constant thing. So that, I think, can really feed into this self-loathing, really. It's self-loathing in comparison to others, that we internalize a sense of ourselves as being somehow less than. That can obviously affect Body image, particularly in girls, although sadly we're seeing it more and more in boys as well. But I don't want to leave this on this sort of despairing and worried note because there's lots of things that we can do about it. In the book, I just talk about us having honest, reasonably honest conversations with our children. So rather than pretending that you love every single part of yourself, which is it's never true for anyone, right? Nobody loves every single part of themselves with the best will in the world. I think it's quite helpful to be honest, so that if your child comes home and says, hmm, I don't like my nose or I just don't like the way my legs look, you can actually really normalize it and help them to feel less alone by sharing perhaps something small about your own experience of something that you don't like. You don't want to leave it in that place, but I just think that's quite an important step rather than going in and saying, oh, don't be silly. You're just beautiful and gorgeous in every single way. And I love every single bit of you, which is a nice message to have. But what happens to the part of them that's actually questioning, that's actually thinking, okay, well, I hear you saying that, but I don't believe that. And we don't want to push that self-loathing part underground.